special edition of MTG Radio. This is Trevor. And this is Tom, and welcome. Welcome back. We're actually recording on a Wednesday, and by Wednesday I mean Thursday. Tom doesn't know his days of the week. Oh yeah, I know what month it is. It's June. Ha 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 ha. I had to check. I had to mentally make sure you were right. Anyway, hold on one sec. My cat is being ridiculous. You see, it really is. I think it's a really good theory that pretty much everybody in the Magic Universe has a cat. Like, yeah. all, like, the bigger people, Tom has cats, Evan Irwin has cats, I'm sure Pat Chapin has, like, a tiger or something. <laughs> I mean, just magic people have cats, it's just a law. Pat Chapin has a tiger, that's great. Well, okay, sorry, this episode is about spoilers, that's why we're here, that is the reason for the special edition podcast, we will have a regular cast coming out at uh, the beginning of next week, but we're here because we got spoilers, the wizard PR people were awesome, mm-hmm. and the first spoiler we have is Red. Which should make me happy if it wasn't so not that great. Alright, so it's a common, it's a goblin berserker, it's a 2-2 for one red mana. Alright, you know what? They should just really just print the card as one red mana for a 2-2 goblin berserker. But it has the great ability of... Goblin, or blood crazed goblin can't attack unless an opponent has been dealt damage this turn. Okay, so Tom and I have decided that we can compare it to Jackal Familiar... Which was from M10. It was for one red mana. It was also a 2-2, and Jack Familiar cannot attack or block alone. And that card is heads and above better than this card if you're playing a red deck. Well, if you're if you're planning on attacking with it. Yeah. I mean, Blood Crazed is still good for... Blocking. Uh, because she can still do that. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, he left off this creature can block... Like, it feels it feels like he shouldn't be able to, but then he'd just be deplorable. Yeah. Also, uh, got to remember he is a goblin. That that is a benefit, as opposed to being a whatever creature type Jackal familiar with. He he's a re- he is a relevant creature type. That is true. He is a very relevant creature type. But even then, I don't see many people who play goblins decks playing this card. I mean, the only deck he could fit in is Cunning Spark Mage Blood Craze Goblin dot deck. And no one plays that ever. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> especially if Goblin Guide didn't exist, maybe he would see play. Probably mm. not. I'm lying. But um, Goblin, Goblin Guide is a two-two haste for one hundred mana. I, I I got those when they were like seventy-five cents. Well, no, two dollars for a reason. They're awesome. Yeah, because they're fantastic. But this is Blood Craze Goblin. It is a common. Uh, it is from M11. So the more you know. The better. <laughs> Expect this to be the last card you pick in M11 drafts. A lot. Yeah. Our next two spoilers are far more interesting than that. So, do you want to get on to the blue one, Tom? Sure. Um, this is a straight-up shout-out to Norbert88 on, tri- on Twitter. Um, Scroll Thief. It's for two and a blue. It's a 1-3 Merfolk Rogue. Look at that relevant creature type. Whenever Scroll Thief deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. All right. Well, you know what I noticed? What's that? No May. Ooh. Huh. Well, that's probably a good thing. Well, I mean, if, if you get this 1-3 in, you deserve the card. Even if your well, opponent has reminders. It's like, no, 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 you attack me with a 1-3, I know you forgot. But you, you deserve that card. I mean, I agree, but I kind of had the feeling that Magic as a whole was going toward only May abilities, and this proves me wrong. Yeah, that is true. I mean, uh, the new Soul Warden is May, and now this guy is just straight up draw a card. Yeah, but it means that if your opponent mind slavers you, and you have no cards left in your deck, and they attack with your Scroll Thief, you lose. 
Wow. Getting that corner case in there. <laughs> nice. That yes. was... That was... Did you think of that off the top of your head? Because that was kind of yes. ridiculous. Yes, I did. Um, I do like Scroll Thief a lot, though. I like that it's a rogue, so you can prowl out, like, knowledge exploitation or something better, but I like knowledge exploitation. <laughs> yeah, it... It's it's a relevant pair of creature types. It draws cards. I th- I think Seagate Oracle is better than it in standard. Yeah. But in draft, I could see this depending on what else is around, I can maybe see this being played. Yeah, I mean I believe Goblin Tunneler is coming back in M eleven, so Oh yeah. Let's be combotastic. That's actually a really good that's a good interaction. You tunneler your scroll thief and deal one damage draw card. I like that idea. Well, there you go. You see, you keep me around for a reason. So, you you, you think of the decking your opponent out with Mind Slaver ca- way. I think of the Goblin Tunneler drawing a card way. I like that way better. Also, because I've been playing too much Rise of the Eldrazi draft, and I died to Killing Fiend last night, and it made me mad. If you um, it, if you play an EDH deck with, uh, that's Merfolk-based, which I did for a while, you can use Scroll Thief in it. it I mean, it's not... These cards are these cards are kind of lackluster, especially in terms of EDH. But but it's good filler. Yeah, and if they're going to be like this one and the next one are good and limited. Blood Craze Goblin, not so much. He's a good bookmark. <laughs> All right, so so you definitely get to get the uh, the actual decent uncommon. Okay, the, I, I I'm actually an avid avid fan of this card, uh, War Priest of Thun. <laughs> It's, yeah, the, all the pictures for all the spoilers are in the show notes, but it's one in a white for a human cleric. I don't understand why it's a cleric. It's holding, like, two maces, but anyway. When War Priest of Thum enters the battlefield, you may destroy target enchantment, and it's a 2-2. That's this good. Card, yeah, this card is great. I really am a fan of War Priest of Thum. Yeah, I'm also a big fan. It's attached to a bear, which is a relevant body. Um, it gets rid of pacifism and limited, which is great. Shout out to Grizzly Bears. Shout out to Grizzly Bears. On Twitter, of course. Um, and it's also important that it is a May, so you don't have to... And it's also white, so you don't have to get rid of your own pacifism if you play it. Yeah, you can just play him out as a 2-2 if you just want to start beating people. Yeah. Um, he's also, in, e- in terms of EDH, he's a Lark target. That's a good point. I, I like that Lark target thing. Um, the the other creature that he kind of reminds me of is Ronom Unicorn. And I'm... <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, I'm not bringing up unicorns just for the sake of unicorns. Um, Ronom Unicorn, I don't remember what set it's from, but it's a 2-2 two, two for 2, it's a bear. It has Sack Destroy Target Enchantment. Yeah, this is, well, a little bit better. I mean, Ronom Unicorn can just kind of chill on the battlefield waiting, just being like, hey, I'm a unicorn. It's this, it's kind of like how um they made the seals of, like the... the seal of the cleansing, seal of fire... <laughs> See Ronan, the doom. Where War Priest is more like um, Moldrifter, where it comes into play. Nice. So War Priest is also really, really good with Blink or um, Gale Powder Mage. Or, or in response to when your opponent. Do you remember in um, Lorwyn Block when it was just Lorwyn and Morning and Morning Tide? People used to play. Uh, what was that? Spite Mare. Because you could pay one... No, that's wrong. It was... Uh, the white evoke elemental that you could pay one and destroy target enchantment. Now you can just pay two and get a bear and do the same exact thing. In your comparison yeah, that was with elementals. 
Wispmare. Yeah. Wispmare. Ha ha ha. I know my cars from Lorwyn Block. I really like the War Priest of, of Thune. Um, awesome. Out of all the cards, this is the one that excited me the most. I think it's it's practical. It's good. I don't know how many. Um, it could be played in white sideboards in standard at least against Beastmaster Ascension decks. Yeah, that's a good point. I wish it was destroy target and artifact or enchantment. That'd be nice. But that might just be because Scars of Mirrodin's coming, and they didn't want white to just be able to wreck artifacts. Yeah, that would also be way too good. Yeah. Well. If it could destroy their. But um, yeah, I mean, th- those are those are our spoilers. So that's yeah, definitely that is our little. Those are our nuggets of M11. Yeah, I, I I think it's it's not gonna be representative of the whole set, but I think Wizards is definitely traveling in a good way with this set from what we've seen so far. Yeah, I gotta admit I like them. Um I like the War Priest the most, obviously. I think the War Priest has EDH potential, especially because people need to realize how important enchantment destruction is. Yeah. I even look through my decks and I forget sometimes and I just, like, I don't have enough cards to get rid of enchantments. Mm-hmm. Austere Command is a great one that I have in all of my white decks. Oh, um, green-white pre- decks always play Aura Shards. Just nice. saying. Aura Shards is beastly. And I'm pretty sure you only like Warpriest of Thune because he has dreads. Check out that guy's oh, yeah, hair. He- it looks like a head he crab. Yeah, <laughs> a head crab? It looks, yeah, it does. It looks like that thing on his, ha- on his head is alive and eating him. <laughs> It's yeah, like, the color of his hair much sense at all. No, really. it's, it's like white, but then it goes to red. Like, is he old, but then he just dies the end of his tips because, you know, he can't really get into the meat of his hair? What's going on? It's just kind of weird. This guy really needs a well, stylist. Okay. No, if you want to talk about weird, look at the other Blood Craze Goblin. There's definitely a fork, a spade, and a kitchen knife on his axe. No wonder he sucks. <laughs> yes. Well... Um, on the next episode of the actual podcast, we'll be talking about uh, my new EDH decks because I built an Omnath deck and I changed the Thada deck to Rexial. So that's something to look forward to if you if either of those generals appeal to you. Mono Green, uh, just as a little teaser, playing a Mono Green EDH deck, at least from what I've experienced so far, is actually more fun than I thought it would be. Really? I just thought it would be like turn one, Lamar Elves, turn two... Omnath, turn three, swing for seven. But that's good. Um, you, think, you would think that, but you're... Anyway, this has been our M11 spoiler. Uh, do you have anything else? To, any remarks you want to close on? I was very happy that we were able to acquire spoilers, and I think they're good cards besides Blood Craze Goblin. I was, I'm so disappointed. Uh, I love goblins. They're like... They're... When when I was playing Lorwyn, they were my tribe, man. I, I drafted goblins way more than I should have. They're so cool. I agree. Um, well, I don't have any closing remarks myself, Sarah. Which card's your favorite? Out of the three? Yeah, out of the three. I don't know. That one's blue. It's cool. Oh, it's a merfolk. Oh, God, I've been continue. I've been continuing to teach Sarah for whatever reason, like to play blue. It's fun. Hey, she likes blue. Let her like blue, man. Come on. Maybe she just likes drawing cards and hitting people with unblockable stuff and countering your spells and being all like, no, Trevor, you can't do that. (laughs) 
I yeah. think I think that's pretty much what it boils down to. But for our uh, our M11 spoiler episode, this has been Trevor and Tom and Sarah. And thanks for tuning in. <laughs>